Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario Cruel, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. My name is Jeremy Schmidt, and I will be your indelible host for this afternoon. It is a beautiful uh, Monday morning here in the Mushroom Kingdom. Monday, Monday morning here in the Mushroom Kingdom. Let me introduce the Zoo Tycoon crew themselves. Uh, we have sitting to my left... Uh, one of the f- one of the fairest uh the fairest brother of the of the family ooh i got a what <laughs> whoops no oh my god i got to <laughs> i'm never ting you up again Ari, you've been ditching the pod so much i'm rusty on the q button it doesn't get used when you're not here i don't i haven't been all right, we're going to talk about this that I, uh, I missed a few. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, welcome back. Thank we have Ari you. Grab in the house. I uh, Yeah, some friends wanted to do video game stuff, and I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, if I want to talk about video games this week, I want to play some games. Oh, you actually ditched us for a video game experience. Y- several. Let's hear about that here in a second. I want to get to our second member of the Zoo Tycoon family, uh, the Rough and Tumble brother, <laughs> uh, Michael McCuller. Hello. I like Mike. What's not to like? We like Mike. Everybody What's get a cigarette, like? get a cup of Best coffee, take a break. Down the pipe in a good long while. I like Mike. It's one of the catchiest songs ever written. Yeah. It's in my head every week. I yeah. think about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it while I meditate. That's just, great. Just when you say the rough and tumble brother, uh, are you referring to like uh, when you say rough, is that because I uh, have been robbing so many fools in the Old West? Yeah. Am I tumble because I've been practicing my gymnastics in the living room? That's, uh, it's, it, yeah, it's definitely like when I think of like if if I was in my, can- like, so I think in my canon, I'm like the the main character, you know, right? Of like my own video game Doesn't life. everyone think that and about then, themselves? Yeah, exactly. No, it's no, no. called solipism. Yeah, for sure. No, so I'm like the main character. And then in my video game, my video game brothers that mm-hmm. I have in my quest is Ari. He's the mage for sure. Like He's the magic <laughs> user. He's the I fairest like of them all. He's got like the potions. This. He's got the spells. Uh, you're a melee guy. Yep. Yeah, I you have uh, I've equipped you with uh, you have dual wielding uh, chain mails, mm-hmm. and you have a, a a limit break, which is just you you swing them and you helicopter yourself around and like <laughs> knock all of the little slimes away. Uh-huh. Uh, no shield, no shield, no, no, no defense. No. So I offense. I am sword and shield, right? Like I'm just like the boring. You're a hero, the hero. You're type, saying yeah. I'm the Donald Duck to your Sora. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. I'll take, and I, I like guess Donald. that would make um, uh, Michael the Goofy, mm-hmm. but. That's not a bad place to be, because Sorrel. Yeah. Uh, in Kingdom Hearts, could you change out Goofy and Donald for other people? Yes. And by that, you mean, could you change out Donald? And yes, everybody does. <laughs> uh, what, what What? were the other characters? Oh, you... I mean, it depends on the planet you're on, or world, I'm sorry. Uh, Jack Skellington, oh, Ariel, I could, Simba. You could get Aladdin in your party when you're Aladdin, in the Aladdin. Yeah, first, exactly. Right? But there are some characters who are just summons right like you can yes. just summon them in like, yes. like summons ariel? Like Bambi. Uh, ariel i know is in three i don't know when that but she's also she's a main one in one and i think two okay here's okay i, I have know, not I played any kingdom hearts but i i need to know this because it just clicked for me like kingdom is, hearts is light is there <laughs> a Christ. is there like a canonical aladdin sequel within kingdom hearts like I love, like, Aladdin's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh-huh. And I love Return of Jafar a lot, and uh, for some reason missed that most, other weird direct Most movie. of the but worlds like, are just, like, are just like telling the main story of the movie, but 
Sora is there too. Okay. So it's not like I could go hang out with my favorite friends, Jasmine and Iago, again for a chunk of time. Like in in a narrative context. It's just like they're side characters in a Sora story. Um, I'm not sure what you're asking. I don't either. <laughs> I, I, Let's make an Aladdin sequel, guys. I get what you're saying, kind of. And, and everything is servicing this incredibly anime Sora story. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't... I don't... Because they have so many properties to cover, to cover I know they haven't done, like, a Return of Jafar uh, quest. Mm-hmm. I think they actually... I think in Kingdom Hearts 2, I'm, I may be totally wrong here. I think they do, like... Pull from some Return of Jafar. Interesting. Really? I, I could be completely because wrong. Because to me, at the point when you're doing Return of Jafar, I also love the movie, so this sh- no one should take offense to this, but you are grasping at straws at that point uh-huh. because you do have, I like, I'm sure people are like, why are we doing Return of Jafar and not like uh, Snow White? Or, you know, like a mm-hmm. bigger property. Uh, yeah, for, for whatever reason. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it was budgetary and just, you know, reusing assets that they had, but... A lot of Kingdom Hearts too. There are new, there are new worlds, but also a lot of revisiting old ones and just like, yeah, I don't remember two that well. I never beat it. Hmm. Yeah, which one two? Yeah, two was I feel like the tougher one to get through. I never even started two, so yeah. I don't even know what that game looks My like. My game broke, so I didn't get really? to beat it. it. I think about it all the time. I really yeah. wanted to. It's easy to get now. I mean, it's like twenty bucks. You could probably yeah, play it on PS4. But it's not easy to breeze through. Yeah, you're right. I'm a working man. No, you're right. Yeah. So speaking of that, though, what are you playing, working man? And tell me about this hangout with these buds. <laughs> I'll, I'll go through it briefly. I want to talk more about what I'm playing. But um, we played Overcooked one week. That was very so cool. fun. I want that one game. or two. Uh, one. One. And then the other week. We did uh we went to the void and did a VR horror little oh, thing. Oh, cool! It what is the really, void? It's like a like a virtual reality chain almost. There's one at the Glendale uh, Mall, and you can go in there. Oh, and, it's like a store. Not a store, but like, like I a think, pop up. I don't know what to call it. Is um, it anything to do with the Noid? <laughs> no, there's no pizza. <laughs> is it a Groupon? <laughs> it's. Uh, what could that I compare it to? One. I don't know. Is it a group on? It's more like a escape room, but there's no challenge to it. Actually, no, there, some of them there are, because there's a Star Wars one where you can like shoot and get points, and it's competitive. I haven't done that one yet. but that we, sounds cool. Yeah, they're cool. Check out The Void if you want a really interesting VR experience. Okay. And you actually walk around. They put like a harness on you and like a helmet, and you like walk around like a maze, but you don't, you don't see a maze. You see whatever is in your helmet. Wow. It's really cool. But what I'm playing in my living room, not with VR, is Bloodborne. Oh, shit. Yes. Hey. That's Jeremy's favorite game Somebody just ever. woke up. <laughs> I saw I saw your guide on the corner. I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to tell that, Jeremy. That is I'm actually playing. not a guide that's an art book. So oh, I like the game so much, I bought peripheral, just like... Give me drawings of this stuff. <laughs> I just like it so much. How, where are you at in the game? And tell me what you're thinking about it. I, I'm loving it. This is great news. I realized... This is the best news video <laughs> games a comedy show has ever had. Oh, I'm happy to provide. Uh, yeah, I realized like while starting and I'm like, oh, that's, I'm 
you know, I'm near in 30 and I like hard games. Yeah. I want a hard, challenging game. Yeah. This feels like when I first bought Mario 64, where I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And I cried in my bed to my mom and be like, I don't know if I can beat King Babom. Yeah. But this is this is that feeling. This is Did that really happen? That really happened. That made me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. I I but uh was it us that was talking about Mario 64 where like when you first confront Bowser, it is like to your kid brain, such a daunting experience. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I, I agree that Bloodborne is sort of the adult like, Oh no, like you're, I'm too scared. <laughs> yeah. My, the first day I had that game, I was like livid. I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, you famously decided to fight everyone with your fists right. instead of getting <laughs> a, a weapon. I slapped a wolf to death. Yeah. You slapped a wolf <laughs> to um, death. <laughs> You cad. <laughs> Will you not duel me? <laughs> but uh no, but but even like when I you know I, I was borrowing it at that time. I own it now and I I knew to get the weapons and still like mm-hmm. I progressed further, but I was like this is fucking hard and I didn't mm-hmm. quite understand how how the game really worked yet. But then it, I I figured it out more and more and I was like, "Oh, like you gotta keep those blood echoes. Like, oh, you know, I, I was getting the mechanics of it. Right. And so I'm at the point now where I'm in like the cathedral ward area, mm-hmm. trying to beat that wolf lady boss so hard. Oh, dude, the the uh, Amelia in the church. I I forgot her name, but sure, yeah. She's she's, she's a woman praying, and then yes. she becomes a giant wolf. Yes, mm. dude. And you haven't beat her yet? Not yet. Oh my god, um, that game is so fucking good uh you're at the point though well i mean you're playing it i'm not gonna ruin any i'm not gonna spoil a single thing for you but um it's that game evolves in such a fantastic way it starts out like this classic almost like you're fighting classic hollywood horror monsters so it's like werewolves and draculas (laughs) and uh, And big bloated birds and trolls and stuff and then um uh, famously starts to become like a Lovecraftian horror story. I know a little bit about the ancient ones, which is like, which is like where you start, like the whole game starts to like the monsters, like become more squid like It's like, it's like very subtle how it, how it graduates into this like space story. Uh, It's so good. Yeah. I've been told by, Several people now that I'm missing out by not having an online account to play Bloodborne. Um, e- yeah. So here's a couple of things with that. I feel like I did use my online account. Are you seeing messages on the ground? No. So what's great about having an online account is like uh, these little messages. Well, you have seen them because that's how you get your weapon. It's right. Like from those, well, I like, mean, not from like other players. Right. You know, so like other players can leave notes on the ground from where they're like up ahead is a shiny object or up ahead is a cliff and don't come over here. You'll fall off. And sometimes they troll you with these messages and sometimes they don't. And it does make the experience very, it adds something creepy to the experience that I really yeah. liked. And it, it is helpful too because you'll be, you know, a lot of that game is memorizing the map. Like you need, mm-hmm. you play through the same area so much that it doesn't really become a problem, but you kind of need ha- to know how to get back to your lamp before you die in certain cases. Um, that was a 
Yeah, that was an ancient one to uh, <laughs> coming out of my stomach. But uh, yeah, I would say I liked it. And there was at least one boss in the DLC section of the game. Did you buy like the pack, like the no. old hunters and Bloodborne? I, it was, there was a Halloween sale and I was like, ooh, Bloodborne's here. I'm going to do it. You need to get the old, the DLC. Okay. You need, like, you should get that. Okay. And because that is easily... The some of the best stuff in that game Fuck. comes in that in that DLC. Does but it, does it come after the main events of the game, or is it like kind no. of on the side? In, in Dark Souls fashion, it is n- unclear how you get to it, and you'll need to Google it most likely. Interesting. It is like a certain amount of steps that you take at a certain point in the game. A mo- like it's crazy. Like you have to like uh, so you get might this buy one this DLC and never even find it. Right. Oh my right. god. Yeah. So like so like you uh, it's like you have to get an item and walk up to a fence and then a monster you don't well you've seen this fence already i think because in the cathedral ward when you walk out of the church you know how you like had to go up those mm-hmm. stairs and you see those giant like trolls with like huge axes like walking up those stairs yeah there's a fence right there uh if you walk up to the fence i'll just let you do it just walk up to the fence and stand for a second what will happen is something will grab you and oh pick you up and just kill you immediately and it's invisible but you can see the outline of it sort of and you know how you have like a uh it's called an insight meter like an insight level oh that i don't know what that thing is doing that thing oh this game is great that thing changes the game so like the higher your insight is it's like think about it like this it's like the more um aware of the ancient ones you are so uh suddenly you'll be looking up at a building and you can see a monster has just been is just attached to the building fuck i should just have you come over and play this game or the enemies start to change literal like their shape starts to change like uh you'll notice like they'll they'll be holding a lantern and then you'll raise insight by beating a boss and then suddenly that lantern is now covered in eyes Mm. it's almost like you're now aware of their true forms that's so I, cool. I will say it's not often. Your description specifically of you stand by a fence and an invisible thing yeah. that you can vaguely see the outline of <laughs> lifts you up and kills you instantly. Usually when people suffer a trauma, <laughs> you don't realize it until two weeks later when you have a dream about it. Right. I felt that idea infect me. Yeah. As you said it. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a great game. Uh, that that, but that's how you get to the DLC. Is like you are holding an item, you let that thing pick you up, and it just takes you there, mm. as opposed to just killing you instantly. Whoa! Yeah, it's really, it's it's really cool. Uh, it's it's a great game. What's your yeah. starting weapon, if you don't mind me asking? I got the axe. Hell yeah, dude, that was mine. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I started with the cane whip first, but then I restarted the game, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And yeah, I I, I did a whole run with the cane whip after the axe because i was like i'm not gonna pick the same let me ask is it not worth getting other weapons and upgrading them uh you will need to do some of that Hmm. especially there's a thing called a tonitrus and you get that a little later on and it's a it's basically like a a stick with a ball on it that is made of electricity oh that sounds cool and there's a lot of bosses and enemies that are really weak to electricity and it really helps if you have that thing count it uh, we can't talk about this anymore. We yeah. just can't. We yeah. don't have enough time. Yeah. Uh, Ma- Michael, what are you playing? I'm playing uh, Red Dead 2. It's starting to click for me. Mm. I might be in love with it. Mm. Uh, you can ride your horse and jam the left stick, and that is to uh, 
like comfort your horse. Yes. So everybody I've heard complaining about this game is just like, oh, it takes so long to get to different places. I'm like, no, that's my favorite part because it's just me riding my horse going like, you're a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're all right, boy. Good. <laughs> he never shuts up about his fucking horse. This is good I'm news. I'm super bonded with my horse. That's insane. This is really, good news. It's the greatest. You're like the Caesar Milan of horses. So, so what chapter are you on right now? Because I know this game has chapters, and a lot of people get stuck kind of around chapter two. Like, they don't... I honestly don't know. Okay. I might still be on chapter one or two. Yeah. Um, because I guess there is one big, like, narrative event that happens, but... I've heard a lot of people talk about this game in the sense that like you can't tell what missions are story missions and which are side missions. Right. And it's very true. Yeah. Like all of the, like you're in a gang. And so all of your people, like at various points just have missions for you. And I'm just like, Oh, this seems like a fun jaunt. And then I run into like the main villain of the game and I'm like, Oh no, I got to deal with this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like this, I thought you were just going to teach me how to play poker. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, it's weird. Um, I pitched an article to a game pub publication, like a video game journalist uh, outlet recently that was like the t top 20 things that we are tired of hating about Red Dead Redemption 2, mm -hmm. which is like basically the point of it. It's like all these things that people are complaining about, like have now started to incept me in a different way where I'm like, now I'm kind of craving these things that people are like complaining about, which is like, it's so slow and you have to, and it's like, you have to be really patient with it. I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? Uh -huh. Maybe that's a cool thing. Or like, uh, you know, like there's so many systems and them all working together can be very convoluted and like certain button mappings are an issue. And it's like, well, I don't know. Why do all experiences have to be the same experience? You know, I don't know. It's like, I feel like I'm tired of hearing the same sort of tired complaints about yeah. the game. So I'm glad to see that it's clicking for you because famously you are uh, of adverse to Rockstar games and they're bullshit. I hated them for most of my life. I think, yeah. I can't remember if we talked about this, but I literally buy them all every day the yeah. first day they come out because it just feels like such an event. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the one that's going to get you me. You want to be in the know. That. Yeah. Culturally. Pa yeah. Part of the discussion. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I am, and I'm a cynical negative voice <laughs> in the discussion <laughs> that nobody really wants I mean, to hear. I feel like that's why I watch Star Wars movies nowadays. I mean, I do like them, but it's like, I want to talk about these. Yeah. Every at the water cooler same yeah. with marvel films well and i will say though that like speaking of cynicism i've heard this game oh, this is all just of course i'm just reading about this game constantly because that's all anyone wants to talk about but i've heard that like it it lacks a lot of that typical rock star cynicism that a lot of the uh, is that wrong certainly more so than i i don't i didn't play a like, ton of the first like Red gta Dead. 5 is like every character is a character of an LA mm. person. Whereas I, they, I, I feel like some people were saying that they, they're kind of trying to get the West kind of right. Well, that's because all you see in media are caricatures of Westerners. Like to be like, Hey, what if they're actually people is like, what? Mm -hmm. well, well, I, I feel like rockstar games specifically have this like high school boy who wears a trench coat to school kind of yeah. mentality about like, Hey, well, like in, in GTA, you'd put on your fucking radio and it's like, welcome to KPRWX. Republicans are shitty, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe we love greed? And it's like nobody who actually is greedy says we love greed. Right. <laughs> like I, I can't ever get on board with like I hate GTA's worldview. Right. It's very bleak in a dumb way. Uh, Red Dead's worldview is kind of lovely. Like this game's story is interesting and all the character relationships are like 
I, I care about every member of this gang, even the ones I kind of hate. Like, right. I'm glad that they're in the game. And I'm like, uh, the main character I'm falling in love with. He's yeah. so interesting. And he's got like a past that I'm slowly piecing together. He loves his horse. He loves his horse. That's his, uh, in screenwriting terms, that's his save the horse moment. That's the <laughs> <thing> <laughs> are you uh, Are you sort of imprinted, have imprinted yourself on the main character? Like, is he a good surrogate? I, for... I honestly feel like it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. In that I have when there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. But then when I meet, like, somebody from his past just reemerged in the story and I had to go do a mission for them. And then I felt like I was watching a great character story. Yeah. So it is both. It does feel like... He is uh, in the in the same way that like in a Batman movie, you imprint yourself onto Batman and just right. feel like you're getting the best of all these worlds. But also you don't have to feel the pain of losing your parents. Right. I kind of feel like I have uh, uh, I am this cool, interesting, uh, full of depth, Western badass man. Hell yeah. It's so great. That's this is this is great news. I'm glad to see that you're enjoying it. I I wonder if. I wonder if like removing some of that worldview, like, cause the, even Red Dead one had it like of like, uh, like there's a guy named the Irish in it and he's just a drunken sloppy mess mm. the whole game. And you're like, okay. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like, very, uh, I heard there's a mission in this game where you're like escorting suffragettes just to like from one place to another without trying to get them like where they're not hurt by anyone. And like people who play the mission expect because it's Rockstar, like maybe the lead suffragette is like this what we think of feminists, you know, mm. like a typical like like sort of bullheaded feminist type. And like it's like nope, they're just normal people. Yeah, they just happen to be suffragettes because this is the time. Sure. And like while it isn't taking a hard position one way or, or the other on it, it is like being sort of faithful maybe to people back then. Yeah, it they do feel like more well-rounded characters. Everybody I've met, like. Even just like a side mission, I met a guy who like got bit by a rattlesnake, mm-hmm. and I went and sucked the venom out of his leg. I was going to say dick, was, and I was going to be like, "I gotta I, believe." I can only provide a small comfort to you, sir. <laughs> Don't use my catchphrase. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, oh no, I have to suck the venom out of his dick. <laughs> that was atonal <laughs> for the game to have put in but no it's just like even this guy who i met he was just like he seemed like a person in that moment he responded how i would expect a person to respond ow <laughs> <laughs> ouchie ouchie my venom <laughs> i didn't mention that he looked like sam the eagle from the muppets <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess uh i'm still on dragon quest 11 i'm you know trudging along in that i'm having a great time it's my favorite thing in the whole world and i can't imagine playing another game forever (laughs) uh luckily this game is 70 plus hours to get through um i really am i'm really am loving it still uh i have noticed the itch to be like okay dragon quest not unlike red dead i feel like is a lifestyle choice almost more than it is a video game it's like this you could play this game forever, like this one game. Like, mm. the, you know what I mean? Like, is there like an online element, or it's just the story is so massive? There is just so much to do. Like, the like it like these games famously take a hundred hours or so to kind of complete. And while that that is there is a finite moment where you, where you will be done with it. Unlike Red Dead, I think you could probably just keep playing that game for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it is sort of like, okay, I'm 25 hours into Dragon Quest 11 or 30 hours or something into it. I am getting the itch of like, I should be playing other stuff and, you know, like not, not just sequestering myself into this world unless I'm going to like do that seriously and like finish it, like pour a ton of time into it and finish it. So I, I've been like doing weird stuff. Like I turned on my NES classic the other day and like finished Mario two. Like I just like played through Mario Mm. two and like, that was like really cool and relaxing to go do. I never Um, think of relaxing. I think of Mario two. Really? I, that game to me is the most relaxing of them all because it's a dream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think exactly. It's a literal dream. I think because you can pick the different characters and like Peach floats and that's fun. It's easier to me than playing like Mario One, which hits a wall at one point where I'm like, this is fucked and I can't get past anything. <laughs> it's it's not like I, as I'm thinking about it, Mario Two is not like a Twitch based like testing your skills so much as it is like this lackadaisical like. Can you figure out where to throw the potion to get the door in the right place? Exactly. It's a lot of me running around with potions trying to figure out where that door belongs. Um, and then I and then I and then I played what I also I also played Ninja Gaiden because I was trying to figure out like the messenger's so good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've been playing the messenger at all, Ari. Or have you I haven't played? played it yet. No. It's fucking amazing. But I was like, I was, I was like, I want to go back and see if this feels similar and feels exactly the same as playing the messenger. Um, uh, so, but more, I wanted to ask you guys a question. So with smash coming out, oh. a lot of, a lot of, you know, we've been revisiting a lot of fun smash stuff in the news. And, uh, the thing that keeps getting brought up a lot is that subspace emissary, uh, game that was spirits in, mode. Oh wait, no, sorry. Go, go well, on. Well, spirits mode is in the new one, but yeah. sub, the, every, but like people are referencing subspace emissary from brawl a lot. Y- yeah. And am I crazy to go back and play through subspace? No, emissary? I'll play it with you. Really? It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I love subspace. You emissary. love it. Okay. It's, it's like a narrative Nintendo one game. player. Yeah, shut, up, shut up. Shut up. It's the best fanfic ever made. <laughs> I, I love this is crazy. It's so beautiful. Ari is on a tear today. As I understand a lot of the criticism of brawl. It's floaty. There's tripping. The competitive edge is gone. Subspace makes up for all of it. It's beautiful. Does it like develop relationships between Mario yes. and Captain Falcon? Yes. P- Samus and Pikachu going like through like a like a maze together. <laughs> there is like this moment of like Diddy Kong and Falco like we can defeat this great quasi together. Like it's beautiful. I love it. Can, All I, right. can I find uh, Subspace Emissary the movie on YouTube? Like, fuck you. Has somebody <laughs> fuck you? Because <laughs> I don't know that I, I I don't even own the console to play it, but I would like to like experience if it's this great uh, story. I'm sure you can, but I'll Not worth I'll it. make it happen. Okay. I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do a playthrough of Subspace Emissary just because I don't know if I ever finished it when I played through it originally because all I was do, playing it for was to get all the characters because you can get all the characters that way, right? I played it to get all the cutscenes, baby. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I'm like I'm like this might be the only store. I mean, I know that uh, Ultimate will have a story mode or Spirits yeah, mode or whatever. I I'm going with low expectations. Yeah, me, I have a me feeling too. we're gonna get like a like a first and a last one and that'll be it. Yeah. But okay, so I think that sounds like a yes from Ari. What do you think? Should I, I want to do it myself, so absolutely yes. All right, yeah. My uh, my uh, uh, game uh, GameCube uh, Smash controllers just came in the mail uh, a month before Smash, so I'm just they're just sitting in boxes in my closet where I'm like, 
I have no use for you uh, right now. There's still Smash 4. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I play that, you know, once a year when I get drunk and someone convinces me to bring my Wii U and all of its stuff out oh into the God. living room. Hmm. Uh, all right, well, let's I'm head into the news. Wait, while it's brought up. I guess the news is now open. The news is now open, but if you want to talk more about Smash, we're literally going to do that right now, so you have an opportunity. All right, let's talk about Smash. Yeah, so uh, the Nintendo Smash Direct happened, I think, uh, in between our last episode and this one. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about all of the great stuff that got announced. (laughs) I think the funniest thing that I watched was watching... um, uh, not Greg Miller, but the other guy, Tim Gettys. Tim Gettys' uh, reaction to the Smash uh, announcements. Uh, me and Jeremy watched uh, Kind of Funny Games' live stream of the uh, Smash Direct, and they had like an inset window of Tim Gettys, who is like a massive <laughs> Smash fan, watching along and then like giving his immediate reactions. And that's he culture. Was emotionally devastated <laughs> <laughs> by what? He hated the direct so much. He was just like. What the fuck is this? this What's is, happening? This is why I was like, no one tell me about these leaks. I don't want these false expectations. Yeah. Because he, he was probably like, it's not Banjo. It's not Gino. I would have, to be fair though, if I hadn't had the Grinch leaks, I would have been also disappointed with that direct. But mm. uh, we should probably explain what the Grinch leak was. So yeah. we have some frame reference sure. for why this might have been disappointing, but uh, there was uh, a few days before the Smash Direct, uh, a leak came out. Somebody had apparently, while working at a graphic design studio, ostensibly for Nintendo, tweeted out pictures of like the upcoming Smash characters, like Banjo Kazooie was on the list, um, some mech style character from an NES game, which mm-hmm. added validity to it because we were like, who would think? Like, yeah. if you're going to just yeah. tantalize fanboys dreams. There was also like, look how badly cropped the banner. Like, they were clearly erased his character in a rush. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And then the Grinch came in because this same studio was apparently working on merchandise for the upcoming Grinch game. And one of the pictures had like a Grinch mug in the background. So it's like, it's, it's, valid. it's, I didn't know if I was going to say valid or validity. And yeah. Came, it's valid. It's valid. <laughs> it's valid, dude. It'll blow your valid <laughs> off. Valid. Yeah. So everybody was kind of excited for this Smash leak. I don't know. I still kind of feel like it could that could be the DLC. No. They announced five characters. I know that and those, those five, are, those are, five were chosen by Nintendo. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, what? Well, Nintendo would still be. What do you mean them. you know those five were chosen by Nintendo? My dad works at Nintendo, and he told me. <laughs> no, no, but I like, just... I, not that. What is the what is the sentence? <coughs> like? Oh, I mean, just those characters. I just don't see Nintendo being like. We want Banjo. We want Shadow. Like, I could see it more being like... Well, Shadow sucks and should not be in the game. So that's the uh, number one. Okay, Shadow's, well, that's a diff- Shadow that's should a be in the garbage. That I will have with fuck you. They should light ban- fuck They you. should light Shadow on fire. Fuck you. He shouldn't have ever existed, really. Uh, but if you hate Shadow yet, you hate yourself. But Banjo, man, he's such a he's such a a, a want from every... Everyone's talking Banjo. Sure, I like Banjo. I, I just don't see Nintendo, like... What do they have to gain from putting him in their game? I mean, I would I would say it's the same whatever they have to gain from like Solid Snake. I think I mean I think in terms of like how does and, and even more specifically Banjo in terms of how he fits into Nintendo history. Like there yeah. were not a ton of like when everybody talks about like the N64 classic, there are like four games that we know for sure will be on it and all the other great N64 games are just like lost to time yeah. because who's going to get Goldeneye and who's going to figure this out but like Banjo is somebody who like 
was one of the pillars of this weird era of Nintendo. But Nintendo's not going to acknowledge that. They're going to be oh, like, no, I- it was Mario 64. It I- was banned. No, what? I get the sense I- that I'm they not would. I'm that's me. I'm Really? I think I do. Yeah. I feel like they're going to say like, um, no, the game made by a company that we're no longer affiliated with. We don't we don't want to recognize as much as we want to recognize our our franchises. Yeah, but I feel like those walls are being torn down all the time because famously Square and Nintendo had a huge falling out. That's Mm -hmm. why you didn't see Final Fantasy games on Nintendo uh, platforms for a very long time. But then, of course, like with the Switch and release, uh, or the on uh, the pending Switch release, you got Cloud in the last uh, Smash games, mm-hmm. and and that and that's like a way bigger stretch than Banjo. Mm-hmm. Banjo, I'm sure, like that's that's one phone call, <laughs> right? It's got to be. I don't know why I, for some reason, see Cloud is less of a stretch to me than Banjo. I don't. I, I don't you know and why. Cloud, I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> and I love those two characters, well, but I'm I like, think... Banjo deserves to be in there before them. To me. I I might just be underestimating how big of a character Banjo is. Like To me, when I when I see when I when I look up at Nintendo 64, when I when it, like my like brain banner like unfurls, it's like you know, there's like a stormtrooper because I remember that was on the back of the box, right? Because of Shadows of the Empire, and there's a and there's like a guy on a jet ski. That's like a wave race, and there's that weird guy from Pilot Wings falling through the <laughs> through the sky doing a like a parachute mission. And Banjo is one of the Banjo doing his thing with that witch in the background. Yeah, I almost French think about Hilda. like the Mount Rushmore of N64 is Mario, Link, mm-hmm. James Bond. And banjo. <laughs> well, hey, James why Bond. Don't we, why don't we talk about what is going to be in Smash? Yes. Okay. So, why people were so disappointed? Well, why a, a certain amount of people were so disappointed? Because I guess it, it could be linked back to not tempering their expectations. Um, I didn't expect them to announce banjo in the game. Like, I didn't expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I also did not expect like them to treat Ken. Like anyone gives a shit about Ken. <laughs> like, who cares about Ken? Like, yeah. like I care about him less than the Richter Belmont people, who I, who I like. It turns out I actually care quite a bit about. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would. I, I definitely do. But like, like, uh, so they announced Ken and Incineroar, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they announced that they're getting rid of trophies, mm-hmm. and they're adding in a sticker. Uh, system, right? What? It's like stickers. Mm-hmm. You mean spirits? Yeah, but is it Spirit, not? There's a sticker system too. Sticker system, right? It's some sort of like collectible. Okay. And you collect it and you put them on your character. It's like a very convoluted system that is supposed to customize each individual character in a weird way. Okay. But is it? But you watched it, right? I probably skimmed that part. I don't remember. It, okay. Do you there's, remember? There's, there's a similar system to that in Smash Four. Yes, there is, but that system is so buried (laughs) in that game that, like, it took me a long time to even figure out what it was. And I've honestly never fiddled around with it other than just to get the, like, the achievement thing to, like, customize a character. Yeah, those were fun. I wonder if we'll get that again. Did they say? Oh, yeah. That's that's what this whole system is, is, like, customizing characters. But I mean in the way where it was like changing the special moves. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. And and Those like no, it's it's more than that. It's almost like you're bringing in fighters with you that like they couldn't get in their roster, but you can like invite them into the game with mm-hmm. you. Is that 
Yeah, the spirit characters felt like I still don't understand it. Yeah, which I is know. I think the big issue of this. It's like they announced these spirit characters. They're characters who are kind of like in the game but aren't, and you would like unlock them by playing adventure. Like, no, they're, I thought it. I saw it as like remember the the like event modes in the other Smash games, right? Like fight. Like 40 tiny Yoshis. Yeah. It's like that. It's like, oh, you're going to fight the spirit of shadow by fighting a dark metal Sonic. Like that's, it's the spirit of shadow. We Mm -hmm. didn't make shadow, but that's the spirit of shadow. But then like once you unlock him, you can like equip him to like one of your character's Mm -hmm. spirit slots. And it like gives your character like buffs. Okay. As you play through. It's like, here's what, uh, Red Dead has a little bit of this too. It's like, these systems are a little too comp, like you guys have overthought this. It's yeah. it's not just overcomplicated, it's nerdy as fuck. Yeah. It's so weavy. But it's, it's not, it's also not like, like, okay, so say you got Shadow in game and you could equip him to your character and then once a match you could like, almost like a Pokeball throw Shadow out to like fight. That would be cool, but that's not what this yeah, that's is. That's not what we got. Yeah, this is like equip Shadow to your character so your character can. He's a little faster, maybe. Faster right. or something? It like adds little little stat boost to power or whatever. Yeah, or like I remember one specifically was like put on this Mega Man boss, and then when the game begins, you shoot a big uh, torpedo out. Like, like one of those Mario. Uh, Bullet Bills? Bullet Bills. Yeah. Out. Yeah. It was like it was like they almost like kind of relate to the thing there. I'm sorry, there's people getting literally naked in the, in the fucking window Whoa. across the <laughs> Whoa. Those people got done banging just a minute ago and they are like like the guy was like Don't zipping look up at his those pants. toads. Their little toad just trying to have sex. Those toads were trying to rub heads together and and uh succeeded. Dude, I've uh, never seen toads reproduce uh, yeah that was beautiful that was cool that was cool to watch um so yeah i mean i uh i feel like incineroar looks cool you were mentioning that he looks like a wrestling mm, a wrestler yes. and i think that is badass incineroar it's like in any other game i'd be like this is the coolest announcement ever the fact that i don't know him or have a, an attachment to him nostalgically is like disappointing but yes. like He's even, a tiger pro wrestler. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Even I was like, He's this cool. guy is animated. <laughs> I might mean him, and I don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, this guy is animated? Yeah. Like, that almost sounds like my parents saying, like, I like your new friend. He's got so much spirit yeah. in him. Well, I mean, He's it, so... Car- He's a cartoon. I mean, I mean that, and I also mean that as an animator. Like, oh, like... like when he does a move, he'll, like, pose after. And he has poses mm. based on if he's landed or, or missed the move. So I'd be like, like, uh-huh. like he's very like he's he's playing the, like a show gotcha. to the audience, like mm-hmm. he's a real like playing pro for the wrestler. back the back row of the crowd. Is that, that's what they say. Back in pro of the house reference. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. what they say you got to do in pro wrestling. The guy at the top oh. has to know what your emotions are. That's why pro wrestlers are like swinging their arms. All yeah. Around. Oh, interesting. That's cool. That's is that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nintendo Switch just got a YouTube app. Huh? Wow. What are we all going to watch on our YouTube apps? Ooh, Bento Banana on YouTube. Go watch it now. Very cool. Nice very plug. cool. Nice plug. Uh, uh, this is exciting. It actually is. I was very excited. We're one it. step closer to Netflix, mm-hmm. right? I'm not that stoked about it. Why? Because that's not why I have a Switch. But don't you want to use that when you're on a plane or whatever? Or... <laughs> 
I do like the idea of like walking around and watching a YouTube video, and then when it's time to continue watching, it, just popping into my Switch dock. The like the switching between portable and TV is what's so important to me about yeah. that. So like, I've been watching a ton of video game speedruns on it, and then when it's time to go cook lunch, I can just grab my Switch out of it, pop the kickstand, I mean, and continue do, watching. Do you not have room. a phone? But the the cumbersome like. Then I gotta go put on my phone, and then I gotta like uh, find it on the YouTube app on my Xbox, and like it's a bigger yeah. screen. Just... It's fair. I think it's like also the quest to just have one thing that does everything. Like if uh-huh. that switch made a phone call, my phone's going into the sun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I would love to also just carry around a switch all the time, <laughs> like in my back pocket. Yeah. It's just chunky and sticking out. I'm so much more of a like I want you to do one thing really well. Like I was very off-put by xbox being like it's just like a like a home family console does everything and i'm like i don't i already have those things just just this just make it good at playing games that's fine well yeah i mean the switch is already good at that so i feel like adding a couple of bells and whistles here and there just validates the purchase more if if nothing else i mean it's also that like i have a ps4 if i didn't that'd be more excited about it but that fact that i do i just I just turn on. I just press a button on the PS4 controller. It loads up, and I'm on YouTube. I mean, there's way more steps than that. That thing takes forever <laughs> to boot up, and then you, you know, got to go into your profile, you know, and you got to go into your TV section, not, and then you got to like actually, go into. Actually, no. It. I changed it on my system settings on my TV. That once the PS4 is on, it switches to that input and turns on the TV. Really? You can do that. You're showing me this immediately sure. after this. You're sure. showing because because my my switch does do that where. If I dock my switch um, and turn on my my pro controller, it turns on my TV and switches the input to the switch input. Your PS4 can do this too. That is fucking amazing. Game changer, right? I just came. Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, Okay, uh, what else is in the news? uh, anyone have anything they want to talk about on the news? Any any news related? To, I mean, okay, so the Fallout seventy six beta started. Is anyone is anyone a Fallout fan here? No, I am not typically one either. I, I do have a lot of friends who are friend of the show. Ronnie Daisy is a big fan. Ronnie, uh, but yeah, I, people are not liking it. They're just saying it's this shouldn't be multiplayer. The multiplayer aspect of it kind of wrecks the Falloutness of mm. it. I feel like it's mm. getting like not great Metacritic scores too. Right. It yeah. just feels like I, I kind of like a company that does this. Like they had this idea for like a Fallout game and they tried it and it sounds like it's maybe not working, but like I applaud the attempt. That's a cool yeah. thing to keep your franchise I mean, from getting. You could also stale. spin it as what usually happens is some guys had an idea for a game. They pitched it and they're like, well, if we use a property we already have, it'll sell mm, better. So, you know, let's just slap on fallout. I don't know what happened, but you know, yeah, it could, it could be seen negatively like that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I only hate it when it comes in between getting a proper entry in that mm-hmm. series. So like this inevitably fallout five will be, five years away probably right. before we get that. Because and I also don't think that this necessarily like restarts that timeline. I don't think we were getting fallout five this year. I agree. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, a, I'm, I will not be playing this fallout game. If I'm going to play a fallout game because of Ronnie Daisy's recommendation, I will be playing fallout new Vegas, uh, which will have at that point be my very first fallout game I've ever played. Uh-huh. So, um, this is not one I feel even kind of bad about, uh, skipping. 
Um, but that's just my thoughts on it. I thought the West, I thought the trailer was cool. The West Virginia song playing was cool. Uh, but you know, it's weird too, because I love post-apocalyptic stuff done in this way. Like where it's true post-apocalypse, you know, uh, like people are trying to re-societize and Mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, what were you going to say? I just remembered some news. Yeah. Uh, the League of Legends music video. You guys seen it? (laughs) No, No, it's, it's, okay. We should, we should legit. Legit watch it right now. Okay. Talk. It's really interesting. Let's watch it. Uh, um, actually, if you can, try and find the live performance of it. <laughs> League of Legends. It's it's huge right now. It's a, it's Yeah. Is it Pop Stars opening ceremony presented by MasterCard? I th- let me see the thumbnail. League of Legends? Not, yeah, that's it. The top one? Yeah. All right. Everyone crowd around. We're watching the League of Legends. So this is like a collab of between like a big like pop group I think in Korea. I think there should be sound right now. Yeah, there should be some sound. Uh, uh, they're opening for a big like League of Legends esports tournament, like a huge. So there's a music video as well, but this live performance is also pretty. It's pretty. Are these characters in the game? Yes. I've never even looked at League of Me Legends. Me neither. Before. I've never played it. Who um, makes this? Is it Valve? Riot. Riot. Yeah, this is like, oh, it's happening. Something's happening. Riot Games. Very sexist company. Those are virtual reality girls. Whoa. Are they really? That's a real one, though. Right there. Also, this song slaps. <laughs> this song is good. That's a virtual reality person? Yep. That looks awesome. Oh, sorry. Hologram, not virtual reality. I'm so embarrassed. Is that person? No, I thought that too, though. <laughs> Who is real? Dude, right? That's the question. Does it even matter anymore? This is a good song. Can you see the hologram from behind? Or is it just if you're looking at it face on? I don't know how holograms work. I'm not a hologram doctor. Right. Who are these people? I think they're a big pop group in Korea, but I don't really know. But more is going to happen. I want you to see how this escalates. Yeah, that's a virtual mm-hmm. Holy shit, this is involved. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> right? There was a mic drop and then a person disappeared into dust. Now she's flying. She's a flying person. Flying. She wasn't planned. She is a god coming to yeah. report in. <laughs> she is an ancient one uh, coming to reclaim the souls of all the living. I'm just saying, why can't all of our pop stars and musicians be holograms? Yeah. Was this all taking place at the Jostens Amphitheater in New Orleans? Oh, no, this is at a mall in Spokane, Washington. <laughs> yeah. 
like this character should have actually like a bunch of tails, but they're like, no, she'll block all the dancers. Just give her one tail. Yeah. This person has floating. They're the stones from uh, Ocarina of Time. That's right. <laughs> they do look exactly like the fish one, or yeah. the fish stone. Whoa! Whoa! The Dragon Balls have been released. <laughs> oh my God! You're right. Holograms work as it's just like a like an array of like light as to where they can be. So it must be a huge canvas they're working with. That's what I'm. That's what I guess that was my big question was like how. Um, wow, that's what I'm talking about. The video is great too. They played in the background of that, but you can't really see it. But yeah, it's it's crazy. Like that's that's all the promote. I'm not all, but a huge part. It's it's promoting esports. Yeah. It's getting huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Esports are getting huge. Yeah. I can't thank wait. God. Because yeah. football players get injured all the time, and yeah. I want it to be e-football and it's already. so boring. Yeah. Nobody, yeah, no, yeah it's, it's so boring when they do. <laughs> uh, no one's ever been in, injured in an e-sport. Mm, this, their egos, when they get pwned. Oh, I love watching... Noobs get pwned? <laughs> like, videos of, like, someone losing a tournament and then, like, throwing the controller and... Is it? It's just really awkward in the There's room. like a 10-minute smash video of like high-level competitors throwing controllers through a wall. That's <laughs> like, awesome. That's my favorite. That's great. Um, oh, and then we should probably talk just briefly about the BlizzCon thing that happened. Oh, boy. That is a big thing in the news. Talk about disappointing announcements. I don't know about this. So you know what BlizzCon is? Is that Blizzard's convention? Blizzard's convention. Okay. Uh, basically, the short of it is they made a big deal about an announcement that they were going to have at the show. Specifically a Diablo announcement. Yeah. It turns out the whole show goes by with some middling, not so great announcements. And the very end, they were like, now we're going to make a Diablo mobile game. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then they just like, and then Q train who came out and played for the entire audience. Uh, the band train. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh hey, God. soul sister. Oh, wait, is that true? <laughs> that is I true. Did, I did not realize that. Yeah. <laughs> That was, talk about like, so uh, and I, as I was watching this is what reminded me of that because I was like, this is like, uh, this League of Legends thing was like clearly someone who knew their audience is like, oh, this is going to be badass. Talk about not knowing your audience. Yeah. Hey, do all of you StarCraft and Diablo fans, what is your favorite band? I bet it's Train. <laughs> Let's play some Train. Their actual favorite band is whoever made Sandstorm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, what's his name? Derudo. Uh it's a Derudo. <laughs> well, it's called Derudo Sandstore. I think his name is Derudo. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think it was. It, it felt very clear that they were hyping up a Diablo 4 announcement, and uh. now stories are starting to come out that they did plan to announce Diablo 4, and just that very quick, like, kind of how they announced Elder Scrolls 6 at E3. Just like, this is in production. Here's a quick video. Um, know that it's coming. And they apparently cut it at the last minute from the convention, and then not only announced the mobile game, but like had this kind of snide attitude about it. Like when they, um, they apparently also had a Q and a, mm -hmm. and some guy came up and was just like, is this going to be on PC at all? Or is it strictly a mobile game? And he was like, it is strictly, it is for iOS and Android and the crowd booed. And they were just like, don't you guys have phones? 
Uh, and it's just like it was there's I feel like I've heard a lot of like discussion about whether it's appropriate to boo the announcement of a game, right? Like these human beings spent tons of time mm. working on this thing and they're like delivering it for you and it's like there there question. is the kind of acknowledgement that this game is not for them. It is very much for a casual audience. But they're the ones who chose to announce it in this way to this They're group. also a corporation. They're not like the artists. That's true. And like, and also, uh, you know, people pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to go to a BlizzCon event. Like, it's more expensive than going to, like, a Comic-Con. Oh, really? So imagine you drop all these hundreds of dollars to go. You're so stoked. Diablo was the only game you ever got to play with your dad before he died. And his last words to you were... I just, I can't wait till Diablo 4 comes out. <laughs> but it better not be on a phone. Yeah, or my death will be in vain. <laughs> his dad spent his life fighting the mobile wars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, this is silly because who gives a shit? But also, it is like, I kind of get the hate. Like, somebody said, I think at that q and like, is this like an April Fool's Day joke? And it's like, ugh. Get that guy out of here. Right. Kick I, I him think, out immediately. I, I do feel like there are kind of no heroes in this story. Because right. it is like kind of uncool to go to somebody's house and they're like, hey, there's this thing we're very excited about and they boo. You're right. They did pay a ton of money I for that experience. a lot yeah. of like video game criticism journalism stuff where I'm like, yeah, this company is doing something shady, but I kind of feel like you're all being babies about it. Yeah. Yep. And it is just like if we break it down, it's a product that you want to buy from that you know what i mean it's like this exchange is it's not like when a company comes out and announces that they're going to be uh not producing any more clean water for the village anymore you know what i mean like yeah this is like oh this is just this is for rich people mm-hmm. basically but yeah. you know like diablo well also we now know diablo 4 is in the making yes as a lot of people have pointed out by the way, every game is in the making. Like, <laughs> like every property of every game is going to come out again. So not just Half-Life. be quiet. Mm, who knows? Who knows? I'm who not going to say it's not. But. Yeah. Uh, I want to try to get this headphone thing working. Uh, that's all about. That's about all the news that I had. Anybody has anything else? I nope. Think so. I noticed. All right. Um, we are going to uh, close out our news section. Umbrella is sponsoring us again this week, so I feel like we should all be very thankful oh, for great. them. They're Thanks, having a Thanksgiving Umbrella. event this year. Uh, this uh, this is a, a, a movable Thanksgiving event that could happen at any office, anywhere. Um, all you need to do is call us, and we will show up. We have hordes of angry zombies who all need to be fed. Hey, is Jeff and accounting a real turkey around the office? Make him an actual turkey. Unleash a horde of zombies in your office. <laughs> Uh, and Jeff will be their turkey for Thanksgiving. Uh, is Derek over in uh, HR just like a big old lump of potatoes? Is he just a lump of He will literally be turned into mashed potatoes by zombies who come in and uh, eat him like he is a mashed potato side dish at a Thanksgiving day dinner. Uh, is Karen kind of a string bean? <laughs> Karen is kind of a string she's bean. She's just a string bean. She's just walking around like a I string hate Karen bean. because she's so thin. She's so thin. She's such a string bean. Well, uh, you won't have to worry about her anymore because if you choose to uh, go with Umbrella's Thanksgiving Day event at your local office, uh, she will be turned into the digested version of a string bean in a zombie's uh, melting stomach. Uh, 
this is obviously a way for you to get out of work. Um, <clears throat> call Umbrella now and uh, make this happen for you. I think I know why you were fired now, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, pending lawsuits mean that you can't bring that up. Uh, no, <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> there are no pending lawsuits. Uh, okay, so this, uh, our event, this, uh, this episode is, uh, we're going to be talking about all of our favorite video game families. Adam's family, my favorite video game family. <laughs> my favorite video we'll game family. Video game. They have a pinball game. Uh, Fester's Quest Fester's on NES. Fester's Quest is infamous. I played a lot. Yeah. I've never heard of this game. It sucked. <laughs> okay. It famously sucks. Ah, uh, yes. Along with the holidays uh, quickly uh, coming up, we do have... Uh, we want to be honoring families this month. We want to be recognizing all of the different kinds of families. Blood-related families. Um, families who maybe just qualify because they they are in a band together. A merry band of friendships <laughs> that uh, all eat and... Uh, and discuss world events together. I mean, what truly makes up a family? And I feel like we should really start there. Guys, when you were thinking about this theme this month, what what sort of made made the, the list because of what qualifications you put on them, right? So like... Ari, if you want to start. I have blood relatives. Blood, blood relatives. I, I thought very. They all share a last name. Yeah. They're all, uh, yeah, they're all sort of in the same uh, family tree, so to speak. I yeah. will say one aspect of family that I think is important is that, like, they're the people who you love and are kind of stuck with, so therefore you see their faults more clearly. Mm-hmm. That's so um, true. And, and you kind of accept them, right? You kind yeah. of say, like, uh, Uncle Jeff is going to say something racist at the party, and we hate him, but we also love him. Right. And it's just kind of, there's like a, we are stuck with these people, but maybe it'll be okay kind of vibe. Yeah, I, I, I like that, because I, I thought, for me, blood was too narrow of a viewpoint on family, especially... You know, it's 2018. Families look all kinds of ways. Mm -hmm. But I also didn't want to broaden out to just anything as a family. Like, like, I mean, uh, for example, like uh, an example I'll give is like in The Last of Us, uh, your your main characters, I would definitely qualify them as that is a video game family Mm -hmm. and a video game family I'm very fond of. Yeah, they have. I mean, there's a full on father daughter relationship, Relationship, but it's not blood related. Right. right? Like he lost a daughter. Uh, It's Ellie. And uh, what's the guy's name? Jake. (laughs) Jake Paul. Jake Paul. I'm not saying if there's no blood relation, you're not a family. I'm Ari, I think that it. is your contention. No, Ari, no. all our adopted fans just started to cry. Yeah. No, oh, you guys, come on. Um, uh, come on. What is uh, the main character's name of fucking love? Uh, Joel. Joel. Oh, Fuck yeah. that's right. Joel Thank Embiid you. of the Philadelphia 76ers. Hell that would yeah. be a cool game. That would be a cool game. He's um, very funny. So, yeah, uh, let's just go around the table and um, and we'll all kind of like uh, just just we'll just popcorn around families that we think are uh, notable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played the Adams Family song as a joke, but I did enjoy many Adams Family games, both for the Super Nintendo and for the uh, and for the NES. Um, uh, they're they're all basically except for Fester's Quest. I think they're all like basically like side scrolling just platformers. But uh, I loved the Adams Family growing up, especially the Adams Family cartoon, which yeah. um, I feel like did not air a lot because it wasn't 
good and people didn't like it, mm-hmm. but I loved I think there it. Were two cartoons. Which one are you talking about? There's a more uh, the the most modern one, I guess, yeah. would be like the mid '90s one, which was yeah. like just the animation looks so clean on it. Um, I think that there, yeah, I think the Adams Family has been iterated upon so much in just pop culture history. Like, and what a weird thing to be riffed upon, like over and over. Like, it started out as a comic in newspapers. It was a black and white old TV show that they then brought up into films that then became cartoons that have never really stopped. I mean, there's like Adam's family fours and fives that they just like keep making over and over again. Really bizarre because that is just a nondescript spooky themed family Mm -hmm. who gets, who gets into hijinks of, creepy delight you know i remember being confused about the difference between the adams family and the monsters because i was like the monsters yeah. are canonical monsters right like what exactly are the adams family like lurch is definitely a monster the hand is pretty much a monster but Cousin gomez it. and morticia yeah. are like just people we know that they're creepy and they're spooky yeah yeah they're all they together by those laws, I yeah. think none of them have like their thing they're just like a family of people who are interested in they have a cousin who is God knows what. He's That's true. Like That's scary. He's an it. Cousin it. it. Yeah, cousin it. Yeah. And like most of them are dead maybe, but are they dead? I think they're alive. Yeah. Like, the parents, like, does Wednesday kill her brother? Like, I'm not she really. She definitely tries to. I th- that They have sort of yeah. that relationship where she's always, he's always like in a train. No, that's Gomez. Uh, Wednesday's always trying to like, get her brother to like go in the swamp and play with the alligators who will inevitably eat him. Yeah. Um, That's and, funny. and then, it, and then if you grew up, I feel like with Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events, you had to be even like a third family of like creepy weirdos right. to deal it's with. Just, it's like the Tim Burton cinematic universe. Yeah. <laughs> and none not, of them were touched by Tim Burton, right. which I think is very funny and yeah. also unacceptable. Yeah. How yeah. does Tim Burton get, Batman and almost Superman and not the Adams family. Yeah. Barry Sonnenfeld who made the Adams family movies. Uh, he is like a Tim Burton light. All of mm. his films are like, I think he did the show pushing daisies, which oh, is also a very Tim Burton show. show. Um, yeah. I feel like he's, he kind of has lived in the shadow of Tim Burton or like just sort of copied his style. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big shadow. Yeah. It's a big uh, Mad Hatter looking shadow. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, what's another video game family that we uh, we kind of like? I'll I'll talk about one. Uh, I'll tell you the video game family that really sticks out to me is the Snake Family from the Metal Gear Solid franchise. <laughs> I don't know much about them. Besides <laughs> being very convoluted. Oh my god, that deserves one of these for sure. <laughs> When you start playing Metal Gear on NES, you don't realize that the commander is your father. And at the end of that game, he reveals himself to be your father, and it kind of doesn't matter. He's still... He's also the villain. He's not only the villain, but also your father. It's a twist on a twist, and it also doesn't mean a lot. It's still the same game. But as you play through the Metal Gear franchise, especially starting with Metal Gear Solid 1, the main villain is Liquid Snake, and he's trying to get the remains of his father, Big Boss. Mm-hmm. This family, uh, and he's kind of your growing. brother. He's, he's your, your brother, twin brother. You also find out at the end of Metal Gear Solid One that all the soldiers you're fighting are your brothers. Oh my god! Because not just is Big Boss your father, he was. Uh, they were using him. He was such a great soldier that they were using his DNA to clone everybody. Yeah, 
because they were trying to make the perfect soldier. So all of the like know nothing red shirt guards you've been breaking the necks of throughout the game mm-hmm. are like your your baby brothers. Oh <laughs> my so that's God. too bad. What a twist. Uh, too bad. As you go through the series, you find out that like uh you've got Solid and Liquid Snake, who are our brothers. We've got Big Boss, who's obviously our father. Um, you eventually meet your mother, a woman named Ava. That's right. Uh, Solidus Snake is like the older brother who starts the series already in college. Yeah. And uh, in the Metal Gear universe, going to college <laughs> is fighting the Illuminati like patriots. Yes. Uh, it's, it's becoming the president. <laughs> that's going to college. Uh, and then I don't know if this is a huge spoiler. Have you guys finished Metal Gear Five? I, I have finished the first chap, like the first half. There's a second half. Well, Metal Gear Five, you're playing as Big Boss. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to say it, but there is another family element that sure a twist that comes into play. Yeah, I wish I could have. I wish I finished it so you could spoil it for Ari, who probably will never play it. But <laughs> I've always I I tried playing some of two, and I'm like, I am so lost. I don't know what. The yeah. Fuck is well, they're anime AF, like yeah. Metal Gear Solid games. But they just make an anime, and I just watch it. They do. It's called their video games. They yeah. Make, yeah. Go on YouTube. Fight, type in Metal Smart Gear the ass. movie. Yeah. No, I mean, but for real though, like, like, uh, th- we will do an episode on this soon, probably just after Thanksgiving. But I want to do a whole episode of. Games that tricked us into being anime, like <laughs> Metal Gear Solid is the biggest offender of this because it looks like it's an American-made uh, war porn type mm-hmm. game. And like a tur- spy movie. Like a spy game, and it turns out it cu- it is anime AF. <laughs> like, I, have the, I have the perfect game for that, but that's for another Yeah, time. another episode. Uh, I love this because I did not think of the Snake family, <laughs> and I haven't thought about them at as a family ever, which is very funny because they yeah. all are clones, brothers of each other. He call a uh, liquid calls Snake brother the whole Constantly. game, yeah. And he does kind of like brother. Revolver Ocelot yeah, is very like, much like in the family as the um. What's the what's the character's name from the Royal Tenenbaums? Owen Wilson. He's oh like yeah, the friend who's always around. Yes. Like Ocelot is always around. Yeah, you end up kind of working with him at various points. Like Snake is just always in these people's orbit. He yeah. loves them and hates them. Well, famously, I keep saying famously today. Uh, Ocelot, his arm is liquid yep. in the second <laughs> game. So there's that. Uh, that's a great. That, that's great. Ari, you got a good family for us. Yes. Hell yeah, my brother. There is there is a family I love so dearly, <laughs> and it is I just the relationship between Bowser and Bowser Jr. Oh my so god! So beautiful. I'm not kidding. There is a during one of the E3s or no Nintendo Directs, they had a like a a present like a little like a little CG movie about parental controls on the switch and uh-huh. you can like monitor it with your iphone i don't have a kid so i have no business watching that video and i've watched it like 10 times now <laughs> because it stars bowser and bowser jr oh my god have you god. guys seen it Mm-mm. i have not seen this can no we, can we play it uh yeah, yeah yeah hold on one second let me find it here it is darling here we go i think this is it <laughs> <laughs> no, you want, uh, you want us to talk about him or no? No, no, we can we can play. It. How long is it though? Probably like two minutes. Okay, let's play it. Yeah. Uh, Bowser and Bowser Junior. Parental controls. Trend? Parental controls. There it is. First one. <laughs> yeah. It's good to play games. It sure is. But parents sometimes I like us doing what is essentially like audio commentary over videos. Much? This is good. 
And what kind of games is my child playing? Bowser cares. That's why Nintendo created an app. He's not a dad. He's like, game? I don't care what the fuck my kid does. No. And you think he would because he's the canonical villain of that universe. I know, but he's really a sweetie pie. Games are supposed to be Gosh, fun. I was such a little Bowser Jr. when I was a kid. I just wanted to fucking play whatever people, whatever was bad. And you also dressed up like Nintendo a liquid Mario to yeah. steal your mom. Oh, yeah. Look at the yeah. phone, his little hands. Just set an amount of playtime, and the system will let your child know when time is up. Even when they're busy leading the pack and dodging banana peels. <laughs> just keep in mind, your parental control settings apply to the system, not individual players. Oh, he's so cute. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Looks like the message didn't wow, quite Wow, I get love through. him dancing. That's kind of how I play games now in my room. Because I don't want to be sitting all day, you know? not following the rules. <laughs> <laughs> there is a function to have the system go into oh, sleep mode this. when it hits the time limit. But it's kind of a last resort. He, he's imagining what, what, it, what it would do to his son. And it breaks him. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, Nintendo is basically telling the parents, don't day the fucking, week. like, do that yeah, to your kids. Don't Let them play our games. Or time on the weekends, for example. Or, like, or like don't fuck them up when they're, like, on a... Maybe they're, you know, they're splatooning and they're about to platinum splatoon. <laughs> I want to play these or games. New game? That looks good. Oh, You'll get a report. Oh, if you had come in, would you use this unacceptable? Which what? Games? Oh, He's that got peaches. Bowser has no peaches on its phone. That is some incel behavior. So I want to. Yeah. I want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk about this because that's you yeah. know the relationship with Knowing Peach, what kind of games your child Bowser, and Bowser Junior is a big part of this about. family. Oh yeah. Now let's talk about that now. I feel like we've seen <laughs> yeah. enough of the parental control it's video. It's so cute, though. Uh, I do find it cute. I will never watch yeah. it again. So but, like, uh, I'll man. watch it nine more times. Yeah. yeah, thank you. To catch up with. So Ari. like, yeah, as Ari. like, I mean, as darling and like as loving as they are, there's also a really dark underbelly of that relationship. Yeah, which that is... Bowser Jr. is a humanoid slash dinosaur <laughs> because he f that's clearly Peach's son. I don't. I don't believe that. That's slander. <laughs> that made Ari upset. I'm That's, sorry. I, I was kidding. I hate the idea oh, of it. Oh my god. Oh no. So very sorry. Uh, okay. So I do not believe. What is the What is the darkness you're mentioning though? Just that he keeps kidnapping this poor woman. That he's kidnapping this poor woman, and he's lied to his son and said that's your mom, oh, and, is, and yeah. he's and he's made Bowser Jr. an accomplice in these schemes. Yeah. I will say what um, seeing how cute Bowser and Bowser Jr. interact in that video made me realize like you ever had like your parents get divorced and like your dad marries somebody else and like they have another kid and he's like a way better father to that new kid oh, than he ever was to you. No. Those Koopalings hate Bowser Jr. That's yeah. the other part of the dark part of Bowser is, is other kids. Yeah. He's yeah. got eight children that he... Saw once in Super Mario Brothers three, and then abandoned, and they just have to like they have to watch that video, and they yeah. are just fuming. That's a bummer. Yeah, are they still kids? Like, uh, what what are they doing? They're still in games. They're adults now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, many even, of them have gotten married. Yeah, <laughs> even Bowser Junior is an adult. He's a no. he's a little he's a he's oh, a, we, oh so he's just like a stunt. You know what he is about? Oh yeah, he's as thirty big. years old. Yeah, he is about as big as a Koopa. Like he's hmm. not actually like. That's small. It's only small compared to Bowser. Hmm. Um, I feel like uh, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the Kongs again. Uh, yeah. We did, of course, do a whole episode about Donkey Kong and his beautiful friends and family. 
uh, I contend that they still exist as the most beautiful friends and family they, that one could ever have. Mm-hmm. When they're having a banana banana cake birthday, and then that those dirty penguins come and blow his candle out. That's the sad. That's that is a family who sticks together right there. Right. Mm-hmm. You got grandpa. You got the others. <laughs> the other. When, when you talk about having a family that's like, ah, oh, fuck. I guess I'm stuck with this guy, even yeah. though I kind of love him. Like. That monkey's name is literally Cranky. Yeah. Like, that's a person, that's probably a relationship to cut out of your life. Sure. I mean, they're bringing you down. They sit and together yet- so well that Wrinkly Kong is, as a ghost, still there in the fight, helping the Kongs get and their at bananas. Least, at least Wrinkly Kong is a ghost, so she can't vote. Am I right? <laughs> Cranky is bringing down this country one fucking mm-hmm. pundit at a time. Uh, Diddy just knows not to bring up politics. Yeah, Diddy <laughs> Banana just... Banana fascists. Yeah. Diddy wants to, though, because he's been dating a girl recently, and uh, we know who that is, and she's been putting some ideas in his head that Cranky would not approve of, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, which girl? Dixie? Dixie. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she's a big, uh, as we all know, uh, a Bolshevik. She yeah. She so believes in... Uh, communism and that she thinks the power yeah. should be returned to the workers exactly i mean she lets diddy into this sort of world by just going to a few socialist events <laughs> but like eventually it will come out that she's, she's yeah. saying like k rule has tricked the kremlings into thinking that he's helping them but he's really making them fight over crumbs yeah exactly have you guys read upton sinclair's uh <laughs> <laughs> banana <laughs> Banana with an exclamation point next to it. Yeah. No, I have read, uh, uh, I call, uh, uh, Donkey Kong Farm, which is, uh, a lot like, um, the other one. Uh, let's, uh, oh, there's another family that, uh, that I, I, I'm not too familiar with this family, but I'm hoping that, um, uh, that, uh, Michael will be able to talk uh, a little bit about this. So we're going to play a little clip here and then hopefully we'll see if this reminds you. Ethan. Ethan. Animal Crossing? Ethan? not gonna hurt you. Hell, I never would have if I could have helped you. What do you mean? I'm no killer, son. Neither is Marguerite, nor my boy Lucas. <laughs> Spoiler, Lucas would have been a killer anyway. <laughs> that girl, Evelyn, she did this. What the hell is she? Now, what did she do to you? She infected us with her gift. That's what she calls it. Bolsheviki propaganda. <laughs> I found a yeah, busted out tank in the bayou. Looking for a good end point. After that. <laughs> uh, Perfect. That would be the Baker family from Resident Evil 7. I'm tangibly upset with myself for not having thought of them they are they are like the perfect video game family uh so to tell us a little bit about the bakers here i can tell already just from looking at that clip and having never played the game that they are uh a group of what i assume is like texas chainsaw massacre type family Correct. okay when you first meet them you are uh, uh trying to get your wife back the main character 
of uh, Resident Evil 7 is trying to get his wife back. He goes to this compound. He's abducted by the bakers, and you wake up at the dinner table with them, the mm-hmm. canonical family location. So yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. They are uh, eating diseased body parts mm-hmm. <laughs> from the table. Oh, my God. Uh, it's very gross. There, There's the three of them. There is uh, Jack Baker, the father, right. Marguerite Baker, the uh, witch-like mother. Yes, perfect. And Lucas Baker, who's just like, Every friend you had in high school who like wears his hoodie up even when it's warm. Uh, that was me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely you, Ari. Yeah. Uh, you are, uh, e- e- what's his name? Jack? Uh, no. Lucas. Lucas Baker. Uh, their fingernails are always gross. They uh, yeah, definitely cook meth. Yeah. It's, it's like he is a piece of shit and Jack, as punishment, grabs his hand and chops it off. Oh, my God. Uh, and. And Lucas is just like, oh, you son of a bitch. Like, it's not like he's not reacting the way. So right. it's very much like you are that's, in this family wait, context. That's so weird to me that like th- that he that he acts so um, casually about it. But that's a major thing. And does he have other missing limbs? No. So you just encountered just by coincidence the one time when it went that far. Well, here's what I, I mean, to the extent that I'm willing to spoil Resident Evil 7. I don't right. know if you guys are going to play it or not. Oh. Um, I think I know what you're gonna say. I actually do want to play Resident Evil. Yeah, I, I do want to play it too, okay. but is it, I don't think it's a huge spoiler though, right? Like Lucas, guessing they regenerate limbs. They regenerate. Yes, okay. yeah. Luke, there's a regeneration act. Lucas is like an undying thing, right? Mm-hmm. He can't die or something like that. Uh, well, I mean, that is a. Sp- I mean, and that's the spoilery as I think we'll get for the game, but like. That game looks amazing, and that family is perfect for that series because, <laughs> most notably, in Resident Evil, we have a couple of honorable mentions here. Mm-hmm. For example, Alfred and Alexia Ashford, Ashford the Ashford family. Um, and as a as we did our Resident Evil uh, uh, first three games. Uh, and I don't think we were able to touch on the Ashfords that much Mm-mm. because they come really strong in Code Veronica. Yeah, that's really their only appearance where yeah. we meet them. They're like the they're the family that founded Umbrella. Right. And uh, it's actually probably good we talk about this here because Code Veronica is both the fourth game and also not the fourth game. Right. So like we probably would never talk about it, but they, right. we meet this. Uh, there's uh, Alfred and Alexia Ashford, and uh, they're like stuffy british inbred like yeah they're real fucking creeps in a a different way though than the bakers yeah they're not that kind of in there it's both like the the uh outcome of incest in two different directions one that has a lot of money one that has is poor yeah yeah that's interesting now that is interesting (laughs) sign me up sign me up i gotta believe all right, so uh, and what else do we need to know about the Ashfords? I mean, they're they like wear like regal suits mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, Alexia has like a dress. Uh, well, uh, we find out maybe halfway through Code Veronica that every time we've seen Alexia, it was actually Alfred <laughs> in a dress. <laughs> wow. And so then we find out that we watch these creepy videos of these twin kids who are clearly banging yeah. and it like pulling the wings off of dragonflies. Later we find a key that we have to find four dragonfly wings to attach to, to set uh-huh. in a, a relief. Um, <laughs> but then halfway through, uh, or uh, I guess three quarters of the way through, we find out uh, they like release Alexia from her cryogenic slumber. And Claire in one of my favorite lines in video games just goes, there actually is an Alexia. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, what a uh, family. Do uh, 
Yeah, Code Veronica, not not the worst Resident Evil game by a by a long shot, but also not remember super fondly and hard to find and play. I think or was hard to find and yeah, play. Yeah, I think it's just getting like re releases now. I think but... it, I think it's on the PSN store. Mm-hmm. I think if you probably want to get it and play it, it's for the Dreamcast. I think it originally it started released. out on the Dreamcast, so it probably is upscaled from that PS One a little bit. Uh, it's the first one that had like 3D backgrounds and environments. Sure. Which actually look less interesting. Like it's a technological leap that actually kind of hurt the franchise, sure, I feel like. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. had these beautiful pre-rendered backdrops and yeah. now it's just like ha- like Sonic Adventure style yeah. <laughs> backgrounds. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So then, uh, and also I'd say the third tier family, Resident Evil family, we should mention is the Red Fields. They're yeah. like, uh, they're heroes, uh, Chris and, uh, Claire. Very dull. Yeah. Just Chris is about as dull as you could get as a video game hero in one. And then they try to church him up in five, right? That's when he comes back as a big main hero. Yes. Well, well, he comes back in Code Veronica. Like Code Veronica, you bounce back and forth between Claire and Chris. And so it's kind of cool that you have brother and sister versus brother and sister. Uh, I I think that was like a, a half-hearted attempt to, yeah, like this is a good family versus a bad family, but there's just so little character in Chris and Claire that yeah, I don't understand the contrast. Um, oh, and they're definitely banging too. For sure. Claire and yeah. Chris. I, I, I actually do like... They Cl- fucking... <laughs> uh, Claire to me is a fun... That's my favorite... I think that's my favorite Resident Evil 2 playthrough. I like playing through oh, yeah. Claire because like, Sherry is such a fun part of that mm-hmm. game. Um, but yeah, then here I have on... Uh, does anyone else have another family they wanted to bring up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I've, I've had enough hearing you guys talk about this nerdy this nerdy game I've never played. Okay. Let's talk about a real family. Yeah, for sure. Sonic's family. Oh, God. <laughs> we got Sonic... We got Tails. Is this we a got family? Amy. <laughs> what? You guys were the ones who were like, what is a family? And if it's not Sonic and Friends, there is no family. Well, they are called friends. They are called friends. <laughs> no, they're not. I called them friends. <laughs> they're family. They're fa- they, they go through. Th- hey, Sonic, he goes, man, I don't fucking like Tails. But you know what? I'll die for him because he's I my thought bro. he does like Tails. Okay, Tails flies the plane. But, he brought, but Knuckles, Knuckles doesn't like anybody. Yeah. But he's like, hey. We're all in this together. He's a surly cousin. Yeah. Knuckles, the Casey Jones of Sonic. They're a family. They're yeah. a family. I agree. I think they're a family. They're such a all family. Right. All right. They travel the world. They've seen shit. Who's your favorite member of the Sonic family? Shadow. God, are you serious? <laughs> Why don't you like Shadow? He's just a fucking dork, man. What's dorky about him? He's plagued. He's exactly. He is like he is like a, you like Cloud. He is <laughs> he is the band under oath in Sonic the Hedgehog. Wake me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is Maybe very, he's you're just not real enough to understand. Maybe that level of emotional vulnerability is just too much for you. You're like, oh, I don't want to feel that. Oh, I don't. It's not me. I'm separating myself because I can't handle these emotions. Shadow's emotions are just so wrapped in privilege. I mean, honestly, <laughs> they are. What, they are. What do you mean? There's What's the, privilege about Shadow? Oh, he's all. Oh, I'm dark and brooding. He's because black. I didn't get my. I don't think so. <laughs> I doubt that very. He's much. literally. I know, but I don't think he does he's, have kind of a fair beef with whatever his parents were for naming him Shadow. But yeah. that's like the kind of problem you only have time to focus. He on. also uses artillery. And where do you think he got the money for that? 
his he, rich yeah, parent. Okay. No, he killed a soldier. Thanks for bringing that around. Uh, his rich his his parent was the grandfather of Doctor Robotnik, and he only made Shadow. That's not true. What? Yes, it is. That's true. Yeah. The grandfather of Who Dr. Who played Obama? Shadow the Hedgehog? Who got through this me. game? I'm so mad at you. Me. I thought uh, you were saying, like, who played Shadow the Hedgehog in the movie version? Yeah. Of the song? yeah. Like, Who's going to play Shadow in Steve the movie? Steve Buscemi. Should be Keanu Reeves. That would be great. Steve Buscemi in a Shadow the Hedgehog movie. That would be awesome. Is the best. Keanu Reeves. Uh, I will say this, though. I will give it to the Sonic and Friends family that they do have it on. They have a leg up on what I consider to be one of the worst video game families. And this might be a controversial opinion, but I'm just going to say it. The Mario family. Interesting. This is, it's just Mario and Luigi and their brothers. And that's it. Do you not consider Mm. Peach a part of their family? Not at all. They work for Peach. Uh, And she, and she actively decided not to marry him. There's a, yeah. Okay. She rejected his offer of becoming a family. Who are their parents? Do they have any other siblings? Like, I guess Wario is their uncle. That's I don't, con- I don't, I don't, that I don't guess can- canon. canon. It's like mm. it's so debatable. Yeah, um, but that's where did I get that idea though? They might they might have said it in a comic one time. Who knows? But okay. there's enough that I said between Mario and Luigi. Like we can talk about Wario and Waluigi. There could be a whole episode about those two. Yeah, but and we, there could be a whole episode on, on Mario and Luigi. I think I mean they're great characters and I like them as a team. But as a family, yeah, that's not they're not. I mean, they're just brothers. It's beyond that. It's like Luigi is a is is. They're both kind of kind of fucked in the head in a way. Like Mario, huh. like lives in the clouds, and Luigi like lives in his shadow. In Mario's shadow, yeah. Well, uh, Luigi also like has earned that place because he's so scared all the time. Yeah, and Mario is just like kind of the opposite. He's like a golden retriever. He's just like, oh, adventure. I'll you, run forward. You know who they are to me? Mario is Ferris Bueller and Luigi is Cam. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and I think Luigi is also a more compelling character because char- the characterization of Luigi is actually a characterization. Mario is just sort of hero. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the end of Luigi's Mansion when... Mario, what ha- What does he get? He gets spit out of the porch. Yeah, and, and like, Luigi just laughs at him. That is the funniest thing ever. I love that. Oh. Um, yeah, that game is. I feel like that game is very like, fuck Mario. Luigi's better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. They're think not I agree wrong. With no, I like Mario more. Luigi's my main. You like Smash. you like uh, Mario more than Luigi? Yeah, that's like liking Cyclops more than Wolverine. I think, which I do. Um. I kind of do too. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I like that's Wolverine. more like liking Wolverine more than you like Nightcrawler. Huh? Eh? Better? I don't get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Nightcrawler is the cooler character because he's less right. like he is, in it. Like you're always no, wanting an episode with Nightcrawler. I feel like it's more like liking Cyclops more than Wolverine because Cyclops is like you like him because of his characteristics and not because he's like so cool. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know. Sure. I I think that they're like. Uh, Mario is kind of in this Harry Potter mold of like, they're not really a character. They're kind of just a cipher. Yeah. Versus like, Luigi has stuff going on. Yeah. And if you like it, great. If you don't like it, then it's a turnoff. Like, yeah. Mario has no characteristics to turn you off of him. Right. Yeah. Mario, uh, Luigi is a character you're watching. Like, Mario is, you are Mario, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Mario is your idealized self, which is why I like <laughs> him. I think Mario is yeah. brave. Mario My stomach is... isn't circular. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, not only. only we don't have the quality. cutest little pancake nipples to pull off of Mario. 
speak for yourself. I think yeah. I I, I think I think Sonic definitely just got the breadth of the family. Sonic like, is the coolest version of yourself. Oh, God, Shadows I the darkest. This. I hate this. <laughs> uh, I I also have written down here. Um, in in uh uh, we we're just talking about the game. Um, Resident Evil. No. Metal Gear Solid. No. It was the. Fuck, I just had the biggest Naughty Dog made. Uncharted. Uh, no, the other game we were just Last talking about. Last of Us. There we go. <laughs> I kept thinking Left Behind. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think, I think that was Kurt Cameron. Yeah. Uh, he loves so, God enough to go to heaven. So in, t- in, in yeah, in, in um, Last of Us fashion, I feel like uh, we can now add Kratos and his boy. Oh, yeah. To that to that family circus, huh? For sure. Didn't play it. That's a good family uh, dynamic right there. It's ba- it's essentially the same thing. It's a, basically an escort thing where you have your boy with you and you're going to do a mission because mm-hmm. your mom or your wife had to die. Mm-hmm. And and they grow together. They, they grow together. Each other. It's a good family dynamic. Holy Christ, Ari, you got to play that game. Yeah. You have a PS4 now, and I'm bet I, it's, I bet you can find it cheaper. I mean... I'm already playing Bloodborne. Yeah, my don't life. don't and let then, that take yeah. away from Bloodborne. And then Bloodborne. Smash Bros. Ultimate's coming out. I'm never buying another game ever again. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, plus that PS1 Mini you're going to get. I know that you're super excited you're gonna about. You're going to play that Intelligent Cube. You're going to play Intelligence Cube all day long. Uh, me. And then the last, <laughs> the, last, uh, the last family I have written down here for my notes is the Marsden family. Huh? Who are they? Ooh. How about those Marsdens? I well, I was going to ask you, uh, the, uh, John Marston. Mm-hmm. From, from Red Dead Red One. Dead One. Oh, I didn't play. It's it. like him and his wife and his boy, mm-hmm. but uh, his boy who would later avenge his d- dad's death at the end of Red Dead One. Uh, do you do you consider the your merry band of fools in Red Dead? I was to thinking be a about bringing it up. I was yeah. like, we've talked about Red Dead a little too much, but very much so. They are one hundred percent a family. They are. I mean, there's literally a character named Uncle cool. in the band. <laughs> like, cool. Uh, yeah, they're for sure a family. Dutch is the leader and the father figure. Arthur Morgan is kind of like evolving into this, like the oldest son, the Rob Stark type, who is sure. like a de facto leader, like a de facto number two leader. But yeah, there's like younger upstarts. John Marsden actually in this game is a uh, a younger version of himself and he kind of gets into trouble a lot and nobody quite knows how to deal with He's a problem kid. Yeah. And uh yeah, they're they have a very interesting family dynamic. You can literally hold left trigger and antagonize or greet when you run into people. So much like you would a family be like, Hey uncle, you finally get that booze out your system. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's kind of nothing they can say to each other that would like break their bonds. As the story stands for me right now, I assume that will change. Yeah. That's great. I I uh, I'm I'm excited about that element of the game when I eventually get around to mm-hmm. playing uh, Red Dead. Is having that little family, having that little bond you have with all your your mates. It reminds me of. Did you ever guys ever watch the uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford? No, I want to. Though. That's a great film. But like, yeah, the way they portray the James gang is great of just like they're all just kind of out in the woods chilling. Seems like like a Red Dead mm-hmm. type of thing where they're all and, and they're just gonna rob a train and like. Uh yeah, so, robbing a train in the old west days was like our checking Instagram now. Like everybody was doing <laughs> it so much. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like if I lived in the old west days and I, I would definitely be an outlaw. Like I I would definitely be one because it wasn't even like that 
big of a deal, right. I think. Mikey, I'm taking a break from checking trains. I'm just doing it too much a day. Yeah. I need to work on myself. Stop robbing trains, Ari. <laughs> you need to get you need to get be present. I get with so us. much yeah, I'm, and I'm not stopping mine. Go rob a train. <laughs> Um, well, that's all the families I have. Michael, do you have any more? I do not. Okay. Uh, well, that does it. I mean, I'm sure there are tons of families, obviously, in video games, uh, and 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 they all service a different kind of thing. They all do a different kind, have a different function in our lives. These are just the ones that we thought of that we wanted to uh, we wanted to mention. Uh, so we're gonna quickly get to uh, an email real quick before we uh, head off to do whatever it is we have to do on this beautiful Monday morning here in the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm, work. Um, here's an email, uh, dear Zoo Tycoon crew, uh, using your own family for reference, um, as if they were in a video game, what would all of their functions be? Uh, you can, you know, for example, my father would be the old, uh, the old soothsaying, um, mage, something like that. Uh, and that comes to us from Orcos, hmm. also known as the giver. Well, I think. <laughs> uh, do you have do you have the I have a question cue sound ready? Oh, uh, I don't have it uh, ready, but uh, we can just do uh, this one. What's that from? <laughs> he's a character in God of War. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a uh, Olympian. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Great. And, and he cares to know who our families would be in a video <laughs> game. Yeah. Well, because, you know, as he is known as the giver from Rise of the Warrior, uh, he will be, uh, he is interested in, like, the giving and gifting of, uh, you know, information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I guess I will start just because, you know, I've read the email before. Uh, right. I, uh, I, I think that. Uh, definitely like, um, I know that like I have two, I, so my family is my mom and my dad, I'm the oldest. And then I have two little sisters. I definitely know that like, and I'll just do my immediate family cause it, it, this could get wild. Uh, but I know that my two little sisters would be like, they'd, they'd definitely be like blade sisters, you know, like they, they, they'd be like, uh, they'd be like twin, uh, even though they're different ages, they'd both, they'd both carry around like maybe like like uh, shurikens or like uh, those like hand blades that kind of like do that Wolverine thing. And they would definitely have like uh co like moves together. Like it'd be like jump on one jumps on the other one's shoulders while the other one propels the other one into the we air. All picking the same genre of game that our lives are, that our families will be a part of. Uh, I don't know. Uh, right. To me, this is to me, I'm picking sort of a, like a, uh, an action adventure sort of like, uh, okay. yeah, an action adventure game. Uh, so, uh, and then I would definitely be like the regular, regular sword and shield guy. I feel like my mom would definitely be the town, like, uh, uh, item clerk. Mm. The merchant. Yeah. And then my dad would be the villain on the mountain. (laughs) So (laughs) my dad would be, my dad would be the, the main villain of the quest. Mm -hmm. And then we, we are all, our whole goal is to fight him and, in video game terms, it is like to destroy the evil that has plagued the the world. In real life terms, it would just be getting him to move out of that house that he lives in. <laughs> uh, McCaller, let's go to you. Okay, um, I will. I have a, a mom and sister who are part of my immediate family, and then I also have the much closer to me family. Like I have uh, my cousins, 
uh, my younger cousin is uh, he's two or three years old, younger than me, rather. Um, he has a bunch of tattoos, but I only have one. We share it. It's a, a Super Mario Sunshine tattoo. So yeah. like, we're very close. He's functionally my little brother. So as I think about like in the Mario and Luigi franchise where you both walk around and like A is make Mario jump and B is make Luigi jump. I kind of feel like that would be me and Colin. Uh, we're like the two main characters. We're going through his older sister. My cousin, Michelle, would be kind of like the mage because she's like older and uh, can make things happen. She just like flies me out sometimes, which feels like magic when you can't afford anything. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, our goal would definitely be to... Um, destroy my mother and sister. <laughs> uh, my family is also the end boss because my mother was a, and is an emotional uh, monster. And the, <laughs> the defeating of her is uh, having emotions for ourselves. And so we go through and That's it's really perfect. only my job. They all are helping me do that because they don't give a shit. That's perfect. Yeah. And that actually goes in line with like, if you think of like a lot of video game quests where it is just the main character who wants it and just his team backs him up. Mm -hmm. Like I think of like a lot of Final Fantasy games where it's just like, you really are the one just obsessed. This really is like the main story, but then like everyone else comes to his aid because you yeah. either help them in the past or they owe you one. Mm -hmm. Grab. Um, so I think my life game would be a uh, interactive drama, and the main the main goal of my me and my siblings is to help our mother die as peacefully as possible. <laughs> oh my god. That is sort of the thing I'm probably the most stressed about and and but she's so healthy right now you guys. Yeah. She's nowhere yeah, I was going to ask if there's no, something going on now. No. She is totally fine. It's just a thing I've been thinking more about cuz my grandmother passed kind of recently and you know it's a whole thing we went through. Mm -hmm. Um and my mother is a very like I don't like pain. If you have a little headache Takes some ibuprofen. Sure. So I'm getting a little worried. She's also very, um, very emotional. Yeah. Very irritable. So would this be like a brothers <laughs> type game where you're like your dad is sick and like the two brothers have to journey off? I haven't and... played that game. Ooh, you should. That's good. Okay. Uh, but what kind? Of, you said it's like an interactive drama. Like what kind of game? Like put... like our choices. You know, like a Telltale Gwen game. Gwen Grab will remember this. Oh, like, sure. So a Telltale game. Basically. Yeah, like a yeah. Telltale game where yeah. we need to, uh, you know, get advice from people and, you know, see what we can do. And you know, maybe she's yelling at us. Well, she's sick in bed, and we're like, oh, don't hit her. It's, it's going to make it worse. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, because because so. hitting hit her. her is an option. I love that. I mean, everything's in, everything on the table. I can play it however I want. I, I want guess. the I want the best ending. I, I want guess. the ending where my mom is in bed peacefully because we taught her about meditation and we got her, we afforded the best drugs to like sedate her. And she says, I yeah, love my babies weed, and I'm ready to pass. That's the ending I want. Wow. And then you're finally free to hit her as much as you want. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what you've been putting off the whole game. Well, what I'm trying to say is I love my mom and I love my family. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Video Games, a comedy show. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, plug our way out of this. Uh, Grab, since you're the last to speak, why don't you be the first to plug? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> 
Why? <laughs> what was? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's just our. It's just our going out music. Sure, it is. The first time we ever have a going out music. <laughs> um, as I always plug, watch Bento Banano or any of my videos on YouTube, and now on my Instagram, I'm doing Wario Vember for the month. One drawing right. of Wario a day. I. This is my third Wario Vember, and I gotta say, I love it every year. This is a good time of year for Instagram when I get those uh, Wario's uh, happening. More like Instagram, am I right? Oh, that's good. Oh, can we call yeah. it that? I would not mind. Uh, McCaller? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Michael McCaller. Excellent. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime, and that's going to do it for us. Uh, have a safe drive through the Metro Kingdom or whatever uh, whatever kingdom you're commuting from. And, uh, and as you drive along the Lake Kingdom and have the urge to just see what would happen if you jerk the wheel to there. the left. No, it's on fire. It's on fire, you guys. Don't go to the Lake Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, Ari, uh, anything else? <laughs> yeah. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>